so people are like, well, I go live on Facebook and 600 people show up. The average view on Facebook is eight seconds long. Whereas in podcasting, your audience, 80% of your audience listens to 80% of your show or more every single episode. And so I think that it's relevant to um, not only connect with your audience, but to help educate them, to help inspire them to whatever. I think it's an, I don't want to say it's a necessity, but I think it's even becoming more of a necessity as more and more people are listening to podcasts. Welcome to the Podcast Launchpad. I'm your host, Angela Kelly-Smith, the author of the Amazon bestseller, The Podcast Launch Playbook. I've been podcasting since 2012, and I'm sharing everything I've learned to make podcasting and promoting your business with the podcast as simple and as stress-less as possible. So prepare to take notes and get ready for liftoff. Your audience is listening. Welcome to the first interview of the Podcast Launchpad. I am thrilled to welcome Justin Shank of the Growth Now Movement podcast, which is listed in Inc. Magazine as one of the top eight podcasts every entrepreneur must listen to, and they are correct. Justin, thanks so much for being here today. Kelly, I'm honored to be the first guest in, in this new show and, and uh, really excited to dive in and add some value to your audience. Oh my God, you will. I, I'm just so thrilled that you are here. And you have been podcasting since before podcasting was cool over at Growth, Mo Growth Now Movement. Can you tell us a little about your background and what inspired you to start your own podcast? Yeah, great question. And, and it, it is funny. It, it is before it was cool. Now, obviously, there are people that have been podcasting longer like yourself and, and many other people in the game. But I used to tell people that I had a podcast and they go, what's a podcast? And now they roll their eyes and go, oh, you have one too, right? Because like, everybody's rolling out with their shows and, and all that stuff. But the idea originally behind the Growth Now movement was I wanted to interview entrepreneurs and pick their brains so I can learn how to be a better entrepreneur. At that point in my life, I had three failed businesses. And I was like, this is a great tool to connect and, and learn, right? Kind of create my own school in a sense. Um, and what ended up happening actually was six months before I launched the show, my mom lost a 20-year battle to opioids. And it completely changed my idea of what was important in life. It completely changed how I approached so many things. And I realized that I was chasing entrepreneurship to prove people wrong, to say, hey, look, I did it anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the long run, I, I found out that life is so much more. And so the, the conversations became about overcoming adversity and rock bottom moments and people who don't normally cry started crying on my show and all these things. And it happened organically. Um, so the idea and the concept behind the Growth Now Movement completely shifted and took on a life of its own because of that moment in my life. Wow. And you've gotten some amazing guests on your show. How did yeah. you do that? <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, it's one that many, many people ask me. And, and I obviously, I, number one, I feel blessed to be able to sit down and interview the people I do and have mm -hmm. those conversations and, and dive deep with them. And a lot of these individuals I've become friends with and partner with and all these things. But, but honestly, like the secret is to ask. Yeah. Uh, you know, I end up working with clients that have millions of followers and, you know, they make a ton of money and they're, they're, they're influencers. And I put quotes because the, I, I hate the term influencers, but they're influencers in their own right. Um, and their DMs, they might get flooded at times, but not with quality things. Right. And so I, I realized, number one, the, the thing is ask. You have to ask because if you don't, it's a no, right? Um, right? The second thing is there's a specific way that I ask. Uh, and it's really a... a a way that I kind of remove myself from the equation and I kind of even remove them from the equation. So 
I make it all about my audience and making an impact in the world. And so there's a, a line that I use in every single time that I ask somebody and it's, and that exact line is something along these lines. It's like, I would love it if you would take a moment out of your schedule to help inspire my audience. Mm. And I feel like that line changes the game because it, it's no, it's not about me. It's not about me trying to promote their thing or whatever. It's really about, Hey, let's, let's make a difference in the world together. Uh, and when I approach it that way, I get more yeses than no's. As a matter of fact, most people I reach out to say yes. Yeah. Obviously, there's follow-up involved and in trying to do all that stuff. But I slide into DMs all the time. Um, and, and I you know, message them on Instagram or Twitter. Or wherever they hang out is, is where I end up sliding in their DMs. And I just ask. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, and you're so right. Like focusing on the audience and asking them to contribute like to a higher cause, if you will, mm -hmm. really does move people. And I love what you said too, about if you don't ask, it's a no. And if you ask, there's the chance of a yes. I mean, you still may get a no, but at least you asked there. There's no harm in asking as long as you do it in the right way. 100%. Yeah. And one thing I'll say is this, like, once you start to get some of these bigger names on your show, it becomes even easier. And so what I end up doing now, if I see somebody I really like, that I want on my show, I'll go to their Instagram, and I'll see who they follow. Mm. Uh, and if they follow some people that I've had on the show, I, I point that out. So like, yeah. I just had a guy on my show, he's, he's known as the captain, but his real name's Kyle Creek, that, you know, 560,000 followers on Instagram. Mm. I, I sent him a DM and I asked him to be on the show. And I mentioned that I've, I've had Andy Frisella on the show. And I know that they're friends. I've seen Kyle on Andy's show. Mm. Uh, and he's like, yeah, man, sounds great because of that connection. And, and if you go and listen to that interview, you hear him mention Andy a number of times mm. because it's, it's that relatable connection, but it's about those domino pieces, right? You get the first one, then the next one, then the next one. And then all of a sudden you, you begin building a network. Absolutely. So also with that wanting to inspire listeners, like podcasters, listeners are our top priority. And to me, that goes into having this big vision for our podcast. Do you think that, that it's really important to have a vision for our podcast? A hundred percent. Now, as a podcaster, you know that it's a ton of work. Yeah. People don't realize it, right? They think they're going to plug their microphone in, they're going to hit record and thousands of people are going to come flooding <laughs> to listen to them talk about their life. Right. That's just not the case. And so when, when you start to release your show and you have 30 downloads and 40 downloads and all of a sudden four months in, you're at 50 downloads and you're like, what am I doing um, to understand your big vision and to tie a purpose to what you're doing? I think is super important. I think you have to be passionate about the subject. Mm. Um, I think that you have to be passionate about just that one listener, right? So for the longest time with my show, we're talking a year plus in, we were at, you know, 60 downloads, hundred downloads. If I had a bigger name guest, cause I was getting bigger name guests pretty early on, um, you know, we'd go to like three, 400, and then it would very quickly drop back down to 60 downloads. Uh, and I was like, I had that moment, right? I had that moment where I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm sitting and having great conversations and I love that part of it, uh, but I, I want to make an impact here, right? I want to make a difference and I don't know who's listening and there's not many people listening. And, and around the time I was having those thoughts of like, should I end the show? I got a message from somebody from Japan uh, on Facebook and it said, Justin, because of your show, I decided not to take my life. And I realized in that moment that even if one person is listening, I'm going to show up every single week. And I think it kind of re reignited that passion in me that very moment. And I, I and part of that is I think I, it made it real, right? It, I, I finally saw people were listening. 
and I was like, let me just keep pouring into them. And when I did that, that's when my audience started to grow. That's when the accolades started happening because I really connected it to even a deeper purpose than what it was before. Yeah. And we really do need to connect to like that one ideal listener. And it sounds like you found that listener when that person in Japan got in touch with you. Yeah. And it's, it's funny to this day, I don't know why, because I'm the most uh, American white guy in the world, but my show does like insanely well uh, in Asian countries. And Mm -hmm. I don't really know why, like countries I've never even heard of. So currently my show gets played and and I'll have to go back. I haven't looked in a while, but it's been like a hundred countries every single week consistently. And like, I'm not talking just like one download, like lots of downloads. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, and it just does really, really well in some countries I've never even heard of. Wow. And I'm like, this is, this is wild. And then actually during the, when the, the Russian war started, this is weird. When the Russian war just, just started, I started spiking in Russia. And I was like, did I mention something that I was like, what is going on? And I had to go back and listen to some episodes to make sure I didn't like say anything that was like getting passed around. But it's fun paying attention to that stuff. Um, but but for whatever reason, Asian countries, I do very, very well. Oh um, and, and so my, I have this like weird dream in the back of my head. I'll do like an Asian tour, right? Do live shows in Asia um, and just to travel around and, and see the world a little bit. But But again, like everybody has a different vision for what they're doing, right? There's so many different reasons to do a podcast. Uh, And they're all effective, right? It doesn't always have to be this deep meaning to change a life. It can be very much so like, hey, this is a marketing arm for my business, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many different ways to do it. But I I feel, again, I feel really fortunate that I've had the success I've had. That's awesome. But even when it is like a marketing arm for your business, I really advocate focusing on the listeners. Like it's not about getting on there and having infomercial after infomercial. You know, it needs to be about, solving your listeners problem, adding value to them, you know, sharing information and ideas that they can run with. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. People listen to podcasts uh, to do a number of things. One is to be inspired. Number two uh, is to laugh, like to, to mm. release, right. To get away from themselves, to be entertained. And the third one is to, to learn, right. There's mm-hmm. so many podcasts that just strictly teach how to do things. And those shows do massively well. And so if you're able to do that to your specific avatar, perfect client, they're going to go tell your other specific avatar, perfect clients, and your, your audience will absolutely grow. Nobody tunes in to listen to an ad. Nobody's going to tune in to listen to you selling something. Nobody's going to do that. As a matter of fact, when I listen to podcasts and the ad comes up, I just swipe right really quick and, and just let's rush through this ad really quick and, and move on yeah. uh, because I'm there for value, right? I'm there to, to learn something and hopefully implement something on my own. Um, mm-hmm. But in the long run, that's going to grow your audience. It's going to help grow your business and everything else that you're doing. Absolutely. So is having um, a podcast as a marketing arm of your business still relevant today? A hundred percent. Um, you know, I love the medium of podcasting for a number of reasons. And, and the one is because this is the only way, in my opinion, to go deep with your customer, your client, your whoever, right? It's the only medium today that humans are absorbing in long form. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so people are like, well, I go live on Facebook and 600 people show up. The average view on Facebook is eight seconds long. Whereas in podcasting, your audience, 80% of your audience listens to 80% of your show or more every single episode. And so I think that it's relevant to um, not only connect with your audience, but to help 
educate them, to help inspire them to whatever. I think it's a I don't want to say it's a necessity, but I think it's even becoming more of a necessity as more and more people are listening to podcasts. I mean, when I started podcasting, I think the number was something like 11% of Americans listen to shows and now it's over 50%. And so that's just continues to grow and continues to grow. Mm -hmm. So yes, if you're not showing up from a podcasting standpoint, um, you're missing the boat. And then beyond that, and something that I really focus on with some of my clients is you're missing a massive play for social media. Like, to record a 45 minute episode, you know how many pieces of content you can create out of that, um, whether it be videos or still images or whatever the case may be, um, you know, it's, it's an ultimate opportunity for you to not sit down and worry of like, oh God, I got to post on social media today, right? Your podcast can essentially do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's so many different ways to use this content. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not doing that in business, I think you're really missing a, a massive opportunity for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. One podcast can pretty much create your social media content for the week. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's something that, so I, I own a company called pod brand um, and we will take people's episodes and we break it down into to different video clips, different still images, all that type of thing. And we'll format it to Instagram reels or LinkedIn or wherever they're hanging out. Mm. And that's exactly what we're doing. Like people come to us and like, you have literally solved an issue for us, not only beyond like, what do we do with this podcast uh, and their audience has started to grow and their listenership from it, but also like we no longer have to sit around and worry about what are we posting on social media? Um, it is literally every single time you record an episode, it's easy a, a week's worth, if not, you know, a couple of days at, at the least. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's just such a great opportunity again, to engage your audience and get them thinking and talking and doing all that stuff. Absolutely. Because we shouldn't just post, here's my new episode and be done with it. That's not going to get engagement or new listeners, is it? No. And, and that's one, another thing I love about podcasting. There's no way to hack it, right? Like you have to, you know, the, all these things we're talking about, right? Like be really passionate about what you're talking about, you know, deliver to your audience. Like those are the things that grows a podcast or you can run ads, like people are getting really effective with that, but that's, that becomes very costly and, and mm-hmm. is it worth it kind of thing. Um, but there's no way to truly hack it, right? You can't just drop it and, and the algorithm helps find people. That's just not how it works. So you have to be able to promote it on social media and do all those things and, and let people know why they should listen. And so what I tell people to do on social, when they write about their episode, write a hook. Why would somebody stop their, their death scroll on social media Um, to go, oh, wow, I need to go listen to this podcast, right? You have to give them a reason. And it's usually that first sentence. And I don't know why I always use this as an example, but I use divorce as an example uh, every single time. But I'm like, say you have a divorce expert on your show. Like your hook is going to be, ever thought about getting a divorce? Mm. Are you fearful of getting a divorce? Mm -hmm. Do you want to avoid getting a divorce? Mm -hmm. Somebody who's the perfect person to listen to that episode is going to go, oh, wait, that's me. They're they're talking to me. They're going to stop and go, okay, I need to make it at least make a note to say, I need to listen to that episode at that time. Um, And so you have to be able to engage people in their death scroll to stop and go, this is important for me. And the way to do that is to create good looking, good sounding content. um, And then write that hook to go, okay, if they, because if they didn't, if they were scrolling on silent, like all of us do, right. And that video pops up, that first sentence is the important part. And hopefully they, they see it and they, they're able to stop and pay attention. Absolutely. That's great advice. And what about branding our shows? That's really important, isn't it? Yeah. There's too many shows out there. Like go look on iTunes, not on the top charts, because they're pretty well branded. But if you yeah. go into the deep depths of podcasts, 
the branding is terrible. Yeah. And I, and I'm sorry if I'm shaming somebody that's listening to this because I know podcasters listen to this show. Um, but the reality is we have to be honest with ourselves. Are you showing up in a professional manner, right? Mm-hmm. Like imagine if Target's logo looked like it was clip art right. or imagine if whatever, right? Like the, the, the landscaping companies, their, you know, their truck logo looks terrible and everything else. It's how you represent yourself. Mm-hmm. And so the way I look at branding is number one, it needs to speak to you. Um, and who you are, but also has to attract an audience, right? So as we're looking at our, let's just go with a logo itself, right? We're talking about the the, the square 1400 by 1400 podcast image. Yeah. Um, it has to stand out in the crowd, meaning as we're scrolling through podcasts, trying to find the next one, does your image pop off the screen? And the way, the way to do that is to A, be true to, to who you are as a character or a brand, uh, and B, um, it has to look really, really good. I'm never going to click on a show that where the logo doesn't look good, right? Me neither. Yeah, no, it, never. It's sad. I mean, but we really do judge a book and a podcast by its cover. Exactly. And the only time I click on a bad logo is if I'm doing homework to teach my clients or my students. That's yes. it. Yeah. Like and- to, I'll click on it to go read the description to see if the description makes up for the logo, but people aren't going to do that. You know, if the logo or the name isn't good, nobody's going to click to read the description. Yeah. is and, and I'm glad you brought up the name, right? Like the a, a, the logo needs to look good. B, the name has to tell the audience what to expect when they get in. And then once they get in, you better be, de- be delivering, right? Like if you have a, car, a show about cars and they go in and the first episode they click on, they're talking about motorcycles, right. you've missed the boat, yeah. right? So you have to really brand yourself, not only from the beginning, but also every single word you say, yeah. right? You know, I look at the logo as, again, you mentioned the book cover. It's very much like a book cover. And when you start to read a book, hopefully that title of that book is what they're talking about within the pages of that book. And the podcast is no different. Yeah. Um, and then from there, all of your branding has to look professional, right? We, if we're a show that brings in guests, right? We want that guest to share out that content. We want that guest to promote it as well. And if the, the only way they're going to do that is if what you present them to, to share out looks really good, yeah. right? And so we, we notice this all the time. Like I've been on shows and I, I'm not going to say the show while we're here, but I've been on shows where they send me the artwork and I'm like, I can't share this on my social media. It doesn't, it makes me look not professional. So you have to make sure that all that content that you're creating and all the branding looks really, really professional. And then all of a sudden you're playing at a different level, right? Like I always look at podcasting as like a platform builder. Mm -hmm. And so to to raise your platform, you have to raise your branding because you have to play on the level of the big boys and and girls to, in order to stand out amongst the rest. And you, and it starts with what it looks like on the outside. Yeah. So it'd be a good idea to hire someone to, to do the logo. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I have no artistic ability whatsoever. I have a really good eye for what Mm -hmm. works and I always have. Um, So I guess this is a time that I could plug my stuff, but the reality is hire some, just hire somebody, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so we have an affordable way to do it, whether it be a monthly subscription for all of your episodes or to the upfront branding which people can go to podbrand.io and they can see all the information there. Um, it's, it's just an easy way to do it. And, and the team that I have built is just absolutely incredible with 
their artistic abilities and their branding abilities and, and, you know, really happy to be working with them. But, but honestly, even if you don't want to use pod brand, there are so many other ways, but don't go, don't go to Fiverr and pay somebody $35, like Mm -hmm. make a valid investment. Like you need to look at this thing as like, okay, if I'm going in, I'm going in. So I'm going to pay good money for branding. I'm going to buy a decent microphone. I'm going to do all these things in order to stand out amongst everybody else. And so, yes, hire somebody, whether it's me or somebody else, um, but, but, but make sure they're good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for anyone watching this on YouTube or my website, instead of listening, which is awesome, you know, so sharing video and you'll see that we're both wearing earbuds. I mean, you can see my mic, you can't see Justin's mic, but he's using a proper mic. Yeah, there you go. So I, I, it's not, funny I lifted it up and you couldn't see it because I have a black shirt on. <laughs> oh, I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> so we are not speaking through our earbuds. We are speaking through high quality mics. We are using our earbuds to hear each other because you cannot use your computer speaker because you'll get feedback and it sounds terrible. So yeah, I'll be doing another way, episode on it. Equ- Sorry. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all, (laughs) unless you listen to this podcast and get to the equipment episode. So (laughs) that's it. You know, and I'm, I'm so glad you help people through this process. And, and obviously you have this free resource of this podcast to teach people, you know, when I started, I bought a, I think it was like a $75 course and it just taught me essentially how to record. Mm. And so I was like, okay, cool. That, okay. I've got that piece, but it didn't talk about all these little things, right? Like mm-hmm. the sound quality, the earbuds, the, all those things. It didn't teach me any of that stuff. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'm so glad now that there's people like you giving out these free resources and you were a guest on my show previously. And we had a great yeah. chat about understanding why you should podcast and why you shouldn't podcast and so many other things that we, 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 we broke down, but uh, I think it's important for people, if you're going to do it, do it the right way. Don't yeah. do something half a, like, I don't know if I can yeah. curse on this show. Go ahead and uh, say ass. Yeah. So, okay. Perfect. So, uh, you know, don't go and do something half ass. Like that's how we shouldn't, we shouldn't approach life that way. And so to have these resources that are free, we're giving you all the tools that you need to, to really launch the right way. I, yeah. I love that you do that. So thank you so much for doing that. Absolutely. And I'm going to put a link to my episode on your show in the show notes and on this episode's page on my website as well. Perfect. Because yeah, there's some excellent information in there too. We had a great conversation about podcasting and all the things. So yeah. Um, What else? Okay. What about a niche for your podcast? Yeah. You know, I, I think it's so insanely important to to niche down, especially now. Like I, okay. I got in six and a half years ago and my podcast is a self-development podcast. When I talk to people who want to start a podcast, I'm like, you got to niche down. They're like, but you didn't. Um, That was in the early days before you really had to. There weren't as many podcasts then. Yeah. I think there was like less than 200,000 podcasts and now there's over 2 million. And so, uh, by the way, that's not to scare anybody away, but it's just really understanding the idea of like, niche down because you have to find who your core audience is, mm-hmm. right? And when you niche down, by the way, niching down is like, it, say I want to talk about Cool Ranch Doritos on my podcast, right? That's my niche. Mm-hmm. There's millions of people who want to hear about Cool Ranch Doritos. It doesn't mean it's going to create a small audience. It just means it's going to create a specific audience, right? So you're going to win so many more ways with that one. You're going to win because you can sell them your products. You're going to win because you can connect with them on a deeper level. 
And so what I always say to people is like, if you want a broader topic, right? Like this show is about podcasting, but if you want to talk about more topics than just one, a great way to do that is to niche down into the person that you speak to. Mm -hmm. So I always have people create their avatar of exactly who are they talking to, right? Like what's their name? Is it a male or a female? Is, are they married? Are they divorced? Are they never been married? Do they live in the city? Do they live rurally? Do they have pets? You know, what, what political party do they lean towards? What this? And, and I really kind of break down and go, now when you're creating content, you know who you're speaking to. You're not speaking out into the universe and hope somebody listens. You're speaking specifically to that person. Uh, and when you do that, that you find those people. And then those people happen to be friends with the people that are exactly like them. Right. Uh, and then they tell their friends to listen. And so if you're not going to niche down into a specific topic, if you still want to be more broad, I believe in the self-development show. So bring on the competition. But like, I, I also believe that you have to understand who you're speaking to. So if, if not niching down to the topic, niche down in the specific individual, and that's going to change the game for you because you know who you're talking to versus just shouting. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Niching is so important. It's really essential. And with those over 2 million podcasts, a bunch of them are dead. Like if yeah. you look at them, you'll see that they've got, you know, seven to 10 episodes or, or maybe much more than that, but then they stopped, you know, maybe they ended in 2019 earlier, more recently, but so many people don't continue with their podcasts. So yeah, stick with it. And it's really important then to have that vision to keep you motivated, have that niche so that you can develop an audience and have the determination and motivation and commitment so that you do keep with it once it gets hard because it will, but you can do it. Yeah, it will get hard. And I think it is a large amount of podcasts they consider like dead. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, there's over 2 million, but what's it, like 68% or even more than that aren't even active. Yeah. Um, but now that percentage has always been the same. So when I talk about like, okay, when I started, there was 200,000, that dead percentage was still there, right? Yeah. So it was a completely different ball game back then. Um, but you're talking, you know, say, say there are now 250,000 active podcasts, mm -hmm. you know, that's still way less than active YouTube channels. Yeah. So, so why not Massive. podcast? Why not exactly. have those conversations? And then we've talked about all the other possible things you could do with just having the podcast, right? It creates content for your social media. It helps you network. Um, one thing that I talk about with people is like, it could be a great lead magnet for you. You interview yes. your perfect client, right? And get to know them and build rapport. It's a lot easier to email a CEO of an, a company that you want to do business with and say, Hey, I'd love to have you on my podcast. Or just like, Hey, let me sell you my product. Right. Um, so there's so many other tools that you can use podcasting for. Um, and, and I think people miss the boat on that. And then they do give up, right? They have that, that they use the term pod fade. So it's like, I think it's the numbers like 78% of shows don't make it past their first seven or 10 episodes mm -hmm. or something mind blowing. Yeah. Like you have to stick with it. I always say consistency and long-term thinking when it comes to podcasting, that's how you grow your audience. Absolutely. Yeah. And knowing ahead of time that that's like the average number when people give up, that's really helpful. You know, you're going to run into that wall or in running, you know, I don't run anymore, but I used to, and that bear is gonna hit your back, you know, jump on your back. If you know that that's coming, then you're ready to deal with it. You can plan for it. So be in it for the long run, or if it's going to be a limited series show, then 
I, it's not that that's necessarily easier, but you know, then you can plan it. But if you're in it for the long run, then be in it for the long run, make those plans for things to get tough and have strategies for dealing with it. You know, you're in your business for the long run and podcasting, podcasting is an excellent marketing tool. So be prepared. You can do it. Yeah. And honestly, the end of the day, look at it as a business or marketing expense and hire people to do the work for you. Like having conversations is amazing. Connecting with incredible people is fun. And so you can do that and then offload all the work, right? So that's what we do at Podbrand with the branding and the social stuff. But Mm -hmm. then there's also podcast production where they will literally edit it for you. They'll edit out the ums, they'll balance the sound, they'll put the intros and outros, they'll upload it, they'll do show notes. So if you're in in a financial situation where that's something you can afford, do that offload the stuff that makes it the pain in the butt and do the things that are enjoyable and then, and then play with it. Right. I always say you should commit to 52 episodes, Mm. commit to a year of podcasting. Yep. And then once you hit that mark, reevaluate, right. Mm. If you, if you're not loving it anymore, that's when you kind of go, okay, if I'm not loving it, I don't do it. I have a, I have a rule in my own life is if it's not fun, I don't do it. Mm -hmm. And so I always kind of, you always reevaluate when you get to a certain point with a business or something that you're doing um, and then you do it, but you have to commit because you get better over time. Your show gets better over time. You find different things and ways that you can utilize the show. So I always say 52 episodes, commit to that and then figure it out from there. That's great. Seven to 10 is not enough to gauge it at all, but a year. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So tell us more about your business and how people can find you. Yeah. So, I mean, the best way to find me personally is they can go find my podcast called the growth now movement, wherever they're listening to this, I always say, look, I'm just on a journey. And so if you want to come along on the journey with me, come check it out. And if you like it, click subscribe. Um, that's the best way to hear about me and all the fun things that I do on the non-podcasting side, which is speaking and live events and all that stuff, which we didn't talk about here, but there's a whole other side to me, I swear. Uh, and then also Share a little, yeah. uh, so, you know, the, uh, again, you know, my podcast growing over time, I was able to grow a brand, uh, which led me to be able to speak on stages and talk about my own personal journey of overcoming limiting beliefs and mm all these things in between. And then it spawned its own live event uh, and retreats and immersions and all these things that we do for entrepreneurs. Uh, We actually have an immersion coming up for entrepreneurs who are looking to grow their impact and their income, which is in Orlando, Florida. It's actually the week after PodFest. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're so you're excited gonna be down about there that. twice in a row. Yeah, I might just stay because it's oh, like, good. I'm, I might ask Chris with PodFest to like book me towards the end. So that way I can just stay in Orlando and then and then do that, you know, nice. timing of announcing an event. And then there's another one that gets announced. Yeah, um, it's wild. But so we have the immersion to help entrepreneurs, which is which is a ton of fun and something that I'm really excited about. We're all just standing up. Uh, I rented this huge house with a pool mm. and all these things. So it'll be a good time. Um, but you know, again, the, that's my passion, right? Like that stuff has been something that has fueled me from day one to bring people together to make an impact, to make a change in the world. Um, and that's what the growth now movement's all about. Now, a byproduct of a podcast doing really, really well is that people ask for help with their podcasts and how do you do this? And as podcasts have evolved, I used to teach five ways to grow your podcast audience. Actually, mm-hmm. it was the first, first, talk, first talk I ever gave at PodFest was about that. And as podcasting has evolved and you realize it's, it, you can utilize it in so many different ways, I now talk about you know, positioning, partnership, and platform building, right? Mm-hmm. And understanding like when you do that the right way, you win, right? And so that's where Podbrand came from. And I said, let us do it for people. Let us, let us 
help them raise their platform. Let us help them position themselves in the right way so that they can then partner with brands to make it worthwhile, right? And so that's what PodBrand is all about. And so they can check, again, they can check us out at podbrand.io is the website and they can see the packages we have and how we can kind of help them. They can reach out and chat with the team right on the website. Uh, And there's different things that we can do to help elevate their platform in order to, to make an impact or make more money or whatever they're trying to do. We can certainly help them do that. Awesome. I will put that link in the show notes and on this episode's page of my website. So y'all be sure to check that out and check out Growth Now Movement on wherever you're listening to this. And again, link in the show notes and everywhere. Thank you so much for being here today, Justin. This was just fabulous. And I love that you were my first guest on the relaunch. Yeah, Kelly, thank you so much. This was a a ton of fun. Again, honored that I was the first guest. Uh, And please, if you guys are listening to this, go listen to Kelly's episode on my podcast. It was incredible. The feedback that I got was amazing. It did really like, so my show does very well, but there's episodes that still spike. Uh, And and that one's, that one's was really good. And I was like, all right, you know, Kelly crushed it when the audience comes and they, they play all out and they're sharing it out and they're telling people about it. So guys, make sure you go check out that episode. Cool. Oh, I'm thrilled to hear that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast Launchpad. Be sure to follow so you don't miss a single episode. And if you have any comments or questions, feel free to email or send me a DM on Instagram. Follow the links in the show notes. I really appreciate you for being here. See you next time on the podcast Launchpad.